Today's podcast is brought to you by Helion Technologies, the largest IT service provider exclusively serving the unique needs of automobile and heavy truck dealers for more than two decades. To learn more about Helion, please visit us online at heliontechnologies.com. Welcome to Helion Bite Size, where auto and heavy truck dealers can get short, digestible pieces of IT insight and advice. I'm your host, Jeff Mason. Today, we'll take a look at the troubling cybersecurity threat that dealers face. With me is Eric Nakbar, founder and president of Helion Technologies. Eric is a certified information system security professional who's been working with dealers for more than two decades. When it comes to the intersection of selling and servicing cars and trucks and the IT and cybersecurity needed to do this safely and effectively, Eric is the man. So it seems pretty clear to me that cybercrime's exploding. It's increased about 400% uh, since COVID hit, according to the FBI. And I'm not really sure that, that dealers think that this is something that, that applies to them, that cyber attacks focus mostly on governments and healthcare organizations and you know, large financial organizations. Uh, are, are dealers right to believe that they're not at risk? Well, you know, the short answer, Jeff, is is no, they're not. Um, and, you know, frankly, a lot of businesses and especially small businesses have this notion that the cyber attackers are, are really going after governments or banks or large companies. And the reality is we're seeing about 70% of the cyber attacks that are successful are actually against small to mid-sized businesses. And that's the category where dealers fall. So it's 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 a new way of thinking about cybercrime. And they really are going after these small businesses and medium businesses, that, you know, and dealers. We're seeing it all the time. So the reality is they are being targeted. But do you think that that the the dealer actually realizes that, or are they in some other place? <laughs> well, I mean, it, they are, it, and that's all small business owners we we talk to are in in some other place, uh, and especially dealers, because it this is a new reality. This is the new normal. And if you look over the history of these cyber attacks, they really were targeting large businesses. They weren't these large scale, uh, you know, attacks that are going after everyone. And that is what we're seeing today. They've really gotten these these attacks to the point where they're using software that they're licensing to launch these attacks. So they're able to cast a very wide net and really lure people into these things. And, and once they get somebody in, they actually have tremendous resources of people that are perpetrating these attacks that are actually, once they, they get a foothold in the system, they're really able to dig in and it's worth their while to do, do it even with small businesses. Um, you know, the thing you have to remember is that if they can make a hundred dollars and you're in in some you know Eastern European or Asian country, that's a lot of money. So you know the cost of labor is low, and it's worth taking the time to to even go after smaller organizations. So the cyber criminal has moved in to the mass market, essentially, is is, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Uh, so talk a little bit about the cyber criminal. We we see lots of pictures of of a, a kid in a hoodie who you imagine is living in you know, their parents' basement causing havoc. Um, that doesn't really seem like a, a very formidable threat. So again, that's that's kind of the cyber criminal of of legend of the the days of old, right? Where it was kind of a kid playing around and, and seeing what they could get, uh, you know, in what systems they could get into or what kind of tricks they could play. And these days, 
The cyber criminals are a business. When you think about cyber crime, is a is a they're estimating a six trillion dollar industry. There are tremendous resources being put into play. So think of the cyber criminals as actual businesses because that's how they operate. In in the countries they operate in Asia and Eastern Europe, they basically operate in the open. They have call centers, they have CRMs, they have data center facilities, they have software developers, they have social engineers. They have people that are spending all day trying to figure out exactly what the best way is to infiltrate a business's computer system. And you know, they're able to put tremendous resources on that. The cost of labor is low. They've got a lot of technical expertise. So you're not dealing with a guy in a basement. You're dealing with a business whose business it is to break into your computer system and make off with your data or your money or both. So things have changed tremendously since the days of uh, War Games. Remember that movie? <laughs> Great movie. Matthew Broderick, you know, is an IT nerd, one of my favorite movies. But yeah, the, the days of that are, are long gone, <laughs> unfortunately. I saw, a recent, uh, I saw recently uh, a stat that said that it typically takes about 207 days just to detect a breach. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So, it, it, you know, unfortunately, Dealers and and most small to medium sized businesses don't have technology in place to protect themselves. That's that's just a reality. So the way that these cyber criminals operate is they will get somebody to click on something, and then whatever that is creates a foothold in the system that is undetectable. So they're not using kind of this traditional virus. Um, they're they're using technology that allows a person to get into the system. And when that person, so this is a, a you know cyber crime expert, infiltrates the system, they typically sit and watch and wait. So they're not going to try to grab whatever they can see immediately, but they watch the system, they uh, explore it, they they capture data, and they're looking to find that that juiciest piece of of information, whether it's a bank account number or passwords, to really launch a successful attack. So if you look at the typical attack. Uh, the data shows that that they're in the system and and from the time of when they're in the system, which is typically 207 days, right, where they're in that system and monitoring it before they launch some sort of attack uh, and, and the breach is detected. And then once it's detected, then on average, it takes 73 days to contain. And so here's the, the really alarming number. So in a breach with a business of less than 500 employees, the average cost of one of these breaches is $2.6 million. And, and that's the in, you know, that's really what's out there. Now I can tell you anecdotally, we've seen breaches that cost millions of dollars in dealerships. Uh, you know, the small ones might be 60 or $150,000, but the big one are in excess of $2 million. So, so we've seen that. Now, Here's another interesting stat, right? If you think about that dealers typically do not have measures in place to detect. So the, the detection winds up being key, right? They're in the system. They've infiltrated it. They're watching. The sooner you can detect them, the better. So if you can contain that breach and reduce the time to spot it and contain it to under 200 days, the, the average cost of that breach drops by a million dollars. So this notion of, of early detection is key. And then secondarily, once you detect it, the ability to, to stop that attack and contain it quickly, there's real money tied to that. So you're telling me that, that 
a dealer could detect a breach and on average it takes them 73 days to to mitigate it to contain it so so the dealer could be down for 73 days is I mean, is that what I am I understanding that right? Yeah, I mean, that's an average across the you know all businesses where these breaches occur. But yes, I mean, I can give you an example. We we had a client come to us, and they came to us in a, in a terrible state, unfortunately, um, when we got involved. But they had had a breach. They had about three hundred computers, and a hundred of their computers were completely inoperable and had been inoperable for a week. All of their data was gone. Their email was gone, and you know it, it took us a few days to get it under control because they didn't have the tools in place to to uh, you know control it. And you know then it took another thirty days of our experts going through and cleaning up the entire mess. So they were massively disrupted and down for a week, and they were you know continued to be disrupted for another month. So the the cost of the mitigation and the cleanup isn't really the issue. It's the business disruption that occurs when you have one of these. That's that's where the money is in terms of what it costs you and the downtime. That's really, really scary. Uh, next time we'll, next time we talk, we'll get into the specifics of the IT weaknesses dealers need to be aware of in order to better protect themselves. Well, that's it for today. I hope you found the discussion informative. See you next time. Mm-hmm.